You're listening to Dynamo's Dozen. With your host, Ian the Dynamo Kelly. Welcome to Dynamo's Dozen. Um, I wish I had the um, ferociousness of intros <laughs> that I usually do. Unfortunately, I don't. Um, because today is a podcast um, that I bring to you regarding, for me, the best professional wrestler of all time, um, Tom Dynamite Kid Billington, um, who tragically passed away. Um, on his 60th birthday um, a couple of days ago and for me this is my tribute um, to uh, to Tom Billington who I believe and I, I don't say this with, with any um, generic kind of statement type um, talk or um, podcast talk I mean this from the bottom of my heart I believe that Dynamite Kid was the greatest professional wrestler of all time um, for a lot of you you know guys and girls that don't know much about Tom Tom Dynamite Kid Billington um, today is going to be a chance for me to kind of share with you um, my wrestling hero um, who I believe changed the game to such an extent that you see every single thing um, that he's changed in today's wrestling. Um, but without the same um, credence or kudos that he was able to kind of get from his peers, in my opinion, again, um, Tom Dynamite Kid Billington um, was probably the greatest pound-for-pound um, pound wrestler of all time. And uh, For those of you that don't know, um, Tom actually made his name over in Stampede um, and New Japan Pro Wrestling um, in the mid to kind of, I suppose, late 80s. Um, he was best known for his work with his cousin, uh, Davy Boy Smith, and they were the British Bulldogs. Um, they had a, lot of, uh, had a lot of gimmick matches that you may have seen in WWE and not got to see some of the great stuff. If you only look at kind of WrestleManias and some of the big pay-per-views, but if you actually look up British Bulldogs um, matches with the likes of the Hart Foundation, um, you will see how good those two boys were. Or um, if you if you're bold enough to even go out and spend a few few quid, I would recommend um, getting onto high spots and maybe purchasing the best of the British Bulldogs in Japan. Um, it's something I purchased a long time ago, and it's it's an absolutely amazing, amazing um, DVD. Um, I believe uh, that he is 
probably one of the most influential uh, in-ring performers in terms of innovation and athleticism and uh, just basically bringing that kind of British style and merging it with the kind of Canadian and Japanese kind of um, styles. Um, Bret Hart has gone, you know, on record saying that he believes that Tom Dynamite Kid Billington is pound for pound the greatest wrestler of all time. I agree with that. Um, and he tragically died um, on December the 5th, 2018, on his 60th birthday. Um, so this is my tribute to Dynamite Kid throughout this podcast. You're going to hear some uh, some of my chats with some wrestling legends. Um, the likes of Harley Race, Bobby Fulton, um, just to name a few. And Marty Jones also took took time out of his very, very busy schedule um, to to come on the show. Um, just to give you a bit of a background on Dynamite, <clears throat> this is for his, his fans and his friends and his family. Um, he started off in 1975 uh, working for Max Crabtree, and um, he actually had a match in June, my birthday month, in 1976, um and it, he he actually worked with um with a lot of guys good good guys back in the day like for example um Alan Dennison for example um he he uh, he really really was an incredible 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 athlete and uh, he um you know he transcended what what a professional wrestler should be in my opinion, um, he was called over to uh, called over to Calgary, Alberta, Canada, where he really made his name in nineteen seventy eight, and he was scouted by Bruce Hart. I think everyone knows that story now, and um, he he worked some phenomenal phenomenal matches, um, with the likes of Bret Hart and Nelson Royal and um. Even Bad News Allen, some absolutely amazing shows with Bad News Allen, and um, he 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 just as I said, you know, during this period he would go on little stints to 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 New Japan, and that's where he he had his legendary feud with the likes of Tiger Mask Satoru Sayama, um, and Tiger Mask's debut, believe it or not, was actually against Dynamite Kid. Um, and actually got a victory over Dynamite. Dynamite's only victory um, over Sayama actually came by disqualification. So that's that's how much um, a deflated ego Dynamite had when it came to getting wins or losses in the wrestling business because it was all about um, how good the match was, and that's that's what was amazing. Um, he. Um, you know, he had some amazing matches against actually the likes of uh, Kobayashi as well, which I'm actually watching at the moment. Um, you know, he had a no contest and all with with with, with uh, Kobayashi um, for both the NWA and WWF Junior Heavyweight titles, um, and then in the World Wrestling Federation on the year of my birth, um, he actually debuted in August of 29, 1984, where he and Bret um, actually defeated Iron Mike Sharp and Troy Alexander in a match eventually shown 
um, later that year, it was actually shown around September time or something, but um, they, they, they had some amazing matches, and the matches that really kind of stood out in uh, the WWF at that time was against the Hart Foundation. Um, he even <laughs> they even got uh, managed by the great Captain Lou Albano, and uh, they even had Ozzy Osbourne bring them to the ring at WrestleMania two against Greg Valentine and Brutus Beefcake. So just to give you a kind of a, a rundown, um, as I said, this is going to be a um, a tribute podcast to Dynamite Kid, um, rather than a. Uh, Rather than anything else, it's just going to be a tribute, and um, I hope his family are doing well. Um, all of his family are great people, and uh, he was a great person. And I think you'll hear some uh, testimonies to um, to that narrative um, in the upcoming show that I have. But um, I'm going to start out by playing uh, playing you. A little conversation that I had earlier with um, the legendary Harley Race, who um, meant an absolute lot to Dynamite, and vice versa, Dynamite also meant a lot to him. And um, Harley and his son Leland took the time out um, to uh, to talk about the tragic passing of Dynamite Kid. So here it is. Um, with uh, Leland Race and the legend that is Harley Race once again. Um, I wish it was under better circumstances, guys. But um, I know Leland, you and your dad, uh, Dynamite Kid, meant a hell of a lot um, to both you guys, especially your dad. Um, and I know sure. your dad has a lot of things that he wants to kind of say kind of in, in, in Tom Dynamite Kid Billington's memory. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he he was a pioneer way before his time uh, as it came to professional wrestling and, and, you know, the way he did things in the ring. Um, you know, again, I hate to say it, repeat myself, but it was before his time. Yeah. And uh, that's what, you know, there's a lot of things that made him special. Uh, and that's one of them. Um, you know, what he what he did in, in the ring and, and uh, how he carried himself and how he conducted himself. Uh, both in and out of the ring, um, you, you couldn't even touch with a, you know, with a stick, you know, by a log stretch. And, um, you know, it, it's a very sad thing, but, you know, to try and take a positive spin on it, you know, he's no longer going to be in, in, um, any type of pain. Yeah. I know for a while he was, he was, uh, in some, some bad health and running into some health issues. So, um, you know, at least he's no longer dealing with that, you know? Yeah, and I mean the, the kind of the big thing, I guess, is is the fact that he kind of you know today kind of he passed on uh, on his birthday. Um, right. It kind of your dad would probably know this a little bit better than than both of us, but it sounds like a real dynamite kid thing to do to kind of go on his own <laughs> terms, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. No, he. Uh, you know, I. Uh, not too long ago, I was actually watching. You know. One is more. One of his more infamous um, feuds was with uh, Sayama with Tiger Mask. Sure, and, sure. Uh, you know, watching those matches and watching the clips of the matches and, and all that because I mean, basically, he was almost like a human highlight reel uh, before that became popular to say. Yeah. And 
you know, watching that stuff is, is just incredible, especially knowing that that was fresh for that time frame. That was fresh for that era of professional wrestling. Yeah, it was so, so fresh. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure Harley, Harley's with you there. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'll hand the phone over to him. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Hi, Harley. It's it's great to speak with you again, sir. Same here. So, um, I know I know dynamite meant uh, meant quite a lot to you. Um, I know you definitely meant quite a lot to him. Um, you know his family. You know always have a lot of great things to say about you as well. Um, how how are you feeling today? Well, I'm just sitting down think about things that uh, you guys are capable and did do, and so on and so forth, and you're saying to yourself, "Well, that's all over. That ain't never gonna happen again." Yeah. And in terms of um, in terms of Dynamite Kids kind of legacy, I mean, you knew you knew Dynamite probably as good, if not better, than anybody. Um. What 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 do you think? Yeah. What what do you think? Do you know, especially Dynamite going on his own terms? You know. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's not funny at all, but it, it's kind of one of those things where for Dynamite to kind of, you know, to, to, to kind of fight for so long and and kind of... Yeah, it's, it's kind of uh, amazing that I hear that, you know, that happened because uh, anytime I saw him, he was always in really excellent shape and everything seemed healthy about him and all of a sudden boom sure and obviously you know he, he had his own you know he had his own health issues recently but um what what do you think dynamite kids legacy would be what 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 how do you remember dynamite kid i remember dynamite kid is one of the best uh middle weight type uh, wrestlers that there were around at that point in time. Do you think that pound for pound, would you agree with Bret Hart's assessment that pound for pound Dynamite Kid could be the greatest wrestler of all time? Um, he, he could have been very, very good, but uh, not pound for pound uh, would he have been that great because there's you know, just a lot of guys that were in that uh, top class that were uh, you would think would be a little too rough for me. Yeah, yeah. Have you got any? Have you got any funny? Uh, have you got any funny road stories for uh, from from Dynamite? <laughs> um, hell, I'd have to sit and think for quite a while to get. To <laughs> Before I could put it around, and say it was him for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, I believe I've got about I've got about uh, close to a million different uh, young guys that uh, told me a lot of stories. So. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. 
let let me tell you a story and you can you can validate it for me. Would that be okay, Hurley? All right. Okay, so I remember in, in Dynamite Kids book, and it's a really funny story. Um, one day you guys were riding in somewhere like Saskatoon, and um, I think Dynamite Kids said something back to you. He basically answered you back. He put it up to you, and you had him and Bret Hart in a headlock. <laughs> both in the snow and you all just ended up laughing because he thought he was going to you were going to beat the shit out of him <laughs> is that true no uh, truthfully I do not I have to sit here and think a while and figure out where it was at and whatever but I'm sure if he told you that he ain't going to lie to you yeah of course of course <laughs> But in terms of Dynamite, you know, Harley, Dynamite, like yourself, I mean, you know, you're going to go down as one of the one of the greatest heavyweights of all time. And like you said, in, in your era, you would have looked at Dynamite as someone like a middleweight um, type wrestler, you know? Yeah. But he definitely broke barriers in creating um, something where heavyweights and, say, middleweights could actually work together. Would would you say that dynamite was was one of the main reasons for that? Yeah. Yes, he was. Uh, he wasn't uh, down to a middleweight. He was at that mid heavyweight. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just and he was damnable good at whatever he tried to do. What do you think? Um, in your experience, because I mean, your opinion is more valid than anybody else's. What, in your opinion, made Dynamite Kid such a good professional wrestler? Just his heart and his ability to be able to do whatever, you know, pretty much whatever he said he could do, he could follow that up. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's funny because Dynamite always looked up to you. I mean, like the diving headbutt, a lot of the moves that you did in the ring, Dynamite paid yeah. tribute to you. Um, I mean, for someone like Dynamite Kid, you know, to look at you like that, obviously that means a lot as well, I'm sure. Why, well, sure it does. Yeah. Um, I, I think... What would you, I guess, as as a friend of of Tom Billington, how how would you like to, him to be remembered, both as a man and as a wrestler? Uh, just at his point in time, he was as good as anyone that pulled pulled on her tights and then laced up their boots he was he was right there he was as good as any of so he'll he, for you he will go down as one of the greatest of all time he damn well should yeah i agree early um it's it's an absolute you know i mean for you to kind of take the time out to kind of speak um for dynamite it's going to mean a lot to his family as well so i really i really do thank you harley for taking the time out. Well, quite all right. And tell them that uh, I've 
very, very sorry that it, that it happened. And if there's anything that I can do or say to help them, please call me. Absolutely. Harley, thank you so much and God bless. Same here, bud. Also got a chance to um, speak with Bobby Fulton today, the the great Bobby Fulton from the Fantastics. Um, he's another friend of the show that um, has has uh, worked with Dynamite and been a been a close personal friend of Dynamite for many years. And um, he took time out of his uh, busy schedule to uh, to talk with us about Dynamite as well. So here we go, Bobby. Um, I know, I know you've had a busy day, so I do, I do actually appreciate your time, um, to come here, and uh, you know, it just obviously it was, it was a hard thing for a lot of people, um, to hear about dynamite mm-hmm. this week. So, um, right. but but at the same time, I want it to be a kind of a tribute also. So I don't want it to be, sure. you know, I don't want to talk about the bad things or the good things. I want to look back at dynamite's life and what he achieved in the wrestling business and what he gave to the wrestling business and. You as a, a personal close friend, um, what did Dynamite, you know, what did he embody for you, in your opinion? Well, Dynamite Kid, he was one of the greatest wrestlers to ever wrestle in a professional wrestling ring. I got a chance to meet him in 1980 when I went to Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And uh, he was, uh, we were both very young, and uh, the guy was a machine in the ring. I mean, and as a matter of fact, I think when I first got there, he was on a tour of Japan, and he was coming back, and uh, and uh, he uh, he was just amazing to see and watch wrestle. As a matter of fact, uh, you know, I seen him go out there and wrestle twenty, thirty minutes and come back and do a thousand squats, Hindu squats. Yeah. He was a machine when it came to the professional wrestling. And he was always a very nice guy to me. I, I mean, like I said, I was a young guy. I was uh, from Ohio, a small town, and here I was wrestling in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, with the likes of the Dynamite Kid, his manager then, John Foley, and uh, Bret Hart, and you know the Hart brothers, of course. Uh, sure, sure. And uh, just a great crew of guys, and uh, had a chance to learn a lot, and. Uh, None of that, Ian. I got a chance to watch a match live and live in color between uh, Dynamite Kid and Steve Wright. And, brother, it was impressive. It was awesome. It was it was poetry in motion to watch those two guys in the ring. I love that style, that British style of wrestling that they did. I mean, back then it was the point where I think if you knocked a guy down, you had to hold on to him if you let go of him. Then you had to let him back up. Is that? Do you remember those days? I do. I'm I'm very well versed. Obviously, being over here in in the British style, um, it was very. It's very very catch as catch can style. Um, you know, the, the, we, they also had the card system, the yellow cards and the red cards, which they brought yes. over to Calgary yes. as well. Yeah. Um, so I mean, yes. the British and, style. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, dynamite. Like I said, I can't I can't say one bad thing about him. And I mean, I mean, uh, he was always a gentleman to me. And then I seen him years later after we both had uh, rose to a certain amount of fame and professional wrestling. And he was the same 
dynamite kid to me as I met as a young man. Uh, as a matter of fact, a uh, funny story was uh, in Calgary, and I shared it time and time again, and I'll share it with you uh, here. Sure, thank if you. If you don't mind, I thank was, you. Yeah, absolutely. I was uh, at my I was at my place. I was at my place to sleep, and uh, David Patterson and Lynn Denton came and woke me up. And they told me, they said, small package me. One of them did. I think Lynn didn't might have. And I thought, what? He said, small package me. And I small packaged him on the front porch there. <laughs> and all of a sudden, they counted one, two, three, and they gave me the championship belts. <laughs> and they said, you're now the North American Tag Team Champions. And I thought, what in the world? We're gone. They left. <laughs> so <laughs> about an hour or two later, I got a knock up on the door. And Dynamite Kid said, uh, Bobby, uh, I believe you have a small package for me. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a joke. And, I mean, it was good. And I gave him the belts and uh, and uh, everything. But uh, Dynamite Kid, like I said, uh, always uh, uh, was a machine in the ring. His work ethic was really tough. He beat his body up. And before, he, bought his, he built his body. He, he broke his body down. For the sake and the love of professional wrestling, I'd heard Bret Hart say the other day when he first injured his back for the first time, really, really bad, was when he got suplexed over the top rope in Japan by Davy Boy. They were having a match, uh, and and that's really started a lot of his back problems and things like that. And I'm going to tell you something: even if you're just a normal person and you have back problems. That's really bad. But you yeah. take a professional athlete that has back problems, and he's got to perform. Not not one time a month, not not six times a year, but six and seven times a week. Yeah. And it just takes its toll on your body. And I'll never forget when I was in Japan, I'll, when he would we'd get off the bus, the first thing he would do, would be to go sit in a hot tub and soak his body. I mean, brother, he had racked his body up for the sake and the love of the professional wrestling business. He gave himself as a sacrifice. I mean, I'll never forget being in Calgary and him doing that diving headbutt, and he was taking falls off the top of the ring out into the concrete floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, it was just amazing. The stuff that Dynamite Kid did, Tommy Billington, and uh, I have so much respect for him. I can't. As a matter of fact, uh, I know you said not say not, not talk about the bad, but somebody said some horrible stuff on my on one of my things I put, and I just deleted them and I deleted them as a friend. I said I'm not going to have anybody talk disrespectful about one of the greatest professional athletes that ever graced a professional wrestling ring. They gave thousands and thousands of people joy by watching them. But also we have to re realize that we're, we're not going to last forever. Sure. But there's a beginning and an ending. Yeah. And I just, like I said, uh, for the lady that was with Dynamite, I believe his wife, God bless her, and his, and his entire family and friends and all the fans over this loss of, like I said, one of the greatest that ever step into the ring, and we got a chance to see it in the era from the late seventies, uh, I believe, till yeah. uh, till about ninety six, 
the greatest, one of the greatest wrestlers to ever wrestle. And that was uh, the uh, Dynamite Kid, Tom, Tommy Billington. What a great, great athlete. And I can't even, uh, there's not even a word to describe him, but I mean, he's up there with all of them. When they talk about Luthez, Buddy Rogers, when they talk about the greatest of greats, I even heard Bret Hart say that he is the best there was. And that I'm talking about, he said that about Dynamite Kid. Sure, yeah. He said no, he's the yeah. best there is. And the so. best there was. For me. And the best there ever will be. For me, I do believe, in my opinion, um, I look at Dynamite Kid and I think um, I think he, pound for pound, is what Brett was saying, that is the best wrestler to ever lace a pair of boots. Yeah, he is. He is. I've said that. Yeah. I've said that, and, and I mean that with all my heart. He is. And I and I knew I did a lot of talking during the scene, and I didn't mean to. But, no, that, but, this uh, is your uh, time. Not, not yeah. enough has been said about Dynamite and the fans he had in Japan and all, all over the world. I mean, the guy was amazing in the matches with Tiger Mask and stuff. I'll never forget, uh, Ian, when I was real young, I had met Dynamite Kid. Then Jim Cornette, when I was wrestling in Memphis, showed me some tapes, and I'd never seen uh, Dynamite Kid and Tiger Mask, and I was just amazed at the athleticism. And, I mean, they, the matches, all the guys today need to watch those matches because they weren't just jumping to be jumping. Everything meant something. Sure. Everything looked legitimate. And uh, it was just it was just unbelievable. The stuff that they were doing out in that ring, that the the I think his name was Satyama, and uh, Dynamite Sayama, there, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and uh, and even the other English guy, uh, the wrestler is the Black Tiger. What was his name? Morocco. Oh, uh, Mark Rollerball Rocco. Yeah, yeah, Mark Rocco. They had great matches. All those guys over in Japan, they were just tearing those rings up. I mean, literally, with great super matches. That's for sure. Yeah, and I mean, I, I actually, I'm looking at a great photo of you here, Bobby. <laughs> you may remember it. It's actually a, a really cool picture of you and Dynamite Kid. And there's a couple of other interesting characters on the, on a tour bus. Um, yeah, with Abdullah the Butcher, David yeah. Boy Smith. And, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Davy Boy is there. I think Bad News Brown is looking pretty cranky in the back, too. Um, well, I, now, Bad News Brown wasn't there. That was Abdullah the Butcher. Oh, that is a well. Well, I mean that with no disrespect. With the bowler hat on, with yes, the bowler hat. Sure, yeah, yeah. Looking as only dapper as only Abdullah the Butcher could look. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And the corner of the picture is my tag team partner. His eye about the side of his face. Yeah. Tommy Rogers. That's it. Tommy Rogers is there. Yeah, exactly. Man, I feel really bad yeah. there for getting Abdullah the Butcher wrong there because um, no, hey, listen, Abdullah the Butcher. He is a big Dynamite Kid fan as well. Yeah, I will say that. Yeah, I just seen Abdullah uh, this past week, and he always had a lot of respect for the Dynamite Kid. In terms and, of, uh, if you had, I mean, you worked, you worked some of the greatest workers on the planet. Okay, if you uh, had to, um, ju just in terms of, if there was around a Mount Rushmore of absolutely brilliant workers. Um, and I mean workers in the ring. I'm not talking about you know people that were good, wrestlers, that yeah. were good for the business, real workers. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you think Dynamite Kid would have a place on that Mount Rushmore? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I really do. 
a lot of and a lot I mean of a lot of you a lot of the American guys like yourself, um, I think really kind of um gravitated towards watching um a lot of the British style when it came over um to you. Right. And I guess right. because it was a new kind of style of wrestling, I guess. Um Yeah, well what I liked about Calgary, Alberta real quick yeah, is sure. there was wrestlers from all over the world there. So it was kind of a melting pot. So you got a chance to see that and, I, and I'll stop there but I just wanted to throw that in there well, especially no. in Calgary that yeah yeah that's what I mean like for you I mean Calgary seemed to be the one territory where you could get to see like a Japanese style Mexican style yes. German style yes. you know, European style yes. I guess but I, yes. I, I think British wrestling has its own kind of identity I guess oh yeah oh yeah yeah um, yeah it does you're right what were the You're key right. differences for you? Do you think what what was it? What would you kind of sum up? I mean, as a veteran wrestler, um, what would you kind of uh, what would you note as the key differences between, say, the British style and the American well, style? Well, well, like I said, when I watched Dynamite, you know, I thought about how when a guy was knocked down, he was always having to hold on to him. If they just slammed him, they had to let him up. Yeah, sure. And sure. it was a lot of chain wrestling, and I got a chance to wrestle uh, 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 Steve, uh, Steve, uh, and I can't think of his last name. Doggone it! Not Steve Wright, but Steve. He's he's a he's, he works for the WWE today. You know who I'm talking about? Oh, you mean Regal? Steve Regal, yes, yeah, Steve sure. Regal. Yeah, and uh, he he's great. He he's another great one. Yeah, they, for sure. They really developed a lot of great talent out there. Johnny Henley, Finley. Johnny Smith, Finley. Uh, uh, Fit Finley. Yeah, uh, all these guys are are unbelievable in the ring. I mean, not unbelievable is that's bad. It's unbelievable is great. I mean, and they work hard at their craft, you know. And and there was not a lot of room for showboating, but more. Wrestling style, wrestling. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely, sir. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, uh, but yeah. yeah, all those guys were tremendous, uh, and Davy Boy and all of them. I mean, you, you you watched them wrestle in the ring, and they were machines, man. But, but like I said, I I feel in my heart, and others may feel wrong, but I feel the dynamite was the was the leader there in that, For you sure. know, and uh, just 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 a machine. And I hate it. I listen. Here's the deal, brother. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it that he's gone. But it hurt. It hurt me to see him in the condition that it was in. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. if it hurt me, how much more did it hurt him to be a prisoner in his body? Well, Do you understand what I'm saying? Well, that's it. I mean, I know his. I know his brother Mark quite well, and um, yeah, you know, his brother has been by his side. Um, unconditionally yeah. for the last few years, and um, his two boys, yeah. his two his two nephews now. I don't know whether you're familiar with this, Bobby, but um, his two nephews, Mark and Thomas, as well. Thomas, um, is actually getting trained. The, the both of the boys actually sorry, are getting trained by That's Marty good. Jones. Actually, um, Marty, Marty Jones. Jones is another great one. There's another yeah. great one. You just Marty yeah. Jones is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. You see, I got a chance to wrestle, like. Adrian Street and all these guys and and sure. all this stuff and sure. and uh, I got a lot of respect for the English wrestlers. Like I said, uh, when I was a little boy, I would get into the national and international wrestling magazines, and they would always talk about like Kendo Nagasaki, 
that was over there. The Jim Brakes. And uh, all those yeah. guys. Huh? Jim Brakes as well. Jim Brakes. Yeah, well. Jim Brakes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Big Daddy, of course. And, Nick uh, McManus. Guys like that. Yeah. So many. Yep, McManus. Yeah. All those guys. I've seen them in the magazines before there was an internet. I would go to the local bookstore here in Chillicothe, Ohio, or the local pharmacy, and I would go, and they would have the latest wrestling magazine out, and it would have pictures of those guys in it. Yep. And so I read about them and everything, and always been a big fan. But like I said, it hurts me. It hurts, and I know it hurts the family. It's 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 tragic of his passing, and uh, but he gave us he gave us all for the wrestling business. I don't care what anybody says. And I really believe that with all of my heart and soul. And uh, he, he, uh, he, he's a, he was a great man in my eyes. Yeah, I really, I really appreciate that, Bobby. And, and, and I know, you know, time is precious. And I, I, I do really appreciate you taking your time to, uh, to come and talk um, about Dynamite, you know. Um, yep. It was, it, 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 thank you, Ian, for the opportunity. Yeah, and thank you, sir. Um, thank you so God much. bless you, Joe. And in passing, um, I hope you've enjoyed today's tribute. And I know it's not been a long show, but um, I want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you to the Billington family. Uh, thank you to Mark in particular. Um, thank you to Brahman and thank you to his two nephews, um, Mark and Thomas, for um, allowing me to do this. And um, I hope I've... Uh, I've done okay for all you guys. Um, I'm going to finish with this. This is my kind of personal tribute to uh, Dynamo. And um, yeah, Dynamo over and out. So I'm here with uh, good buddy Marty Jones. Um, Marty, thanks for coming on the show. I know it's been a, I know it's been a tough kind of couple of days for you and the family. You're, you're, you're very, very close with the Billington family. Um, Mark, his brother, I know is, is very upset. Like so, I suppose. Give me kind of how are you feeling yourself? Um, I'm a bit fused to be honest. The memories and the times I spent with the kid. Obviously, when he first started training, and I was uh, five years older than him, well, four years older than him. Um, I used to take him around when he had his first pro matches. Sure. I used, I used to train with him when he was at uh, Ted Bettley's gym in Warrington. Okay. And we both grew up together, basically, with our training and then working for joint promotions. And then, obviously, it was my great times with him in the Calgary Stampede in Canada. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you worked quite a bit over there with him as well, actually. Not a lot of people <coughs> probably are familiar yeah. with that, you know? Oh, yeah, he was there with... Um, John Foley at the time. <clears throat> and my little prize to fame is that I tagged with Dynamite before David Boy Smith, obviously, but they they actually did the, the bulldog thing. But me and Dynamite had plenty of matches with Brett and Owen and Bruce and Smith and all the hard boys. Sure. And they, they were great times for us, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. So you, you were the original British bulldog. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say original <laughs> British bulldog, but I originally started tagging with, uh, with Dynamite. Boy. Yeah. <clears throat> And I suppose yeah. I suppose it's important, um, as kind of sad as it is, you know, for, for Dynamite's family and his fans, it's important. What I'm trying to do here is kind of celebrate the legacy and the life that he he's left behind because so much of what you guys did, and especially Dynamite, 
did back in the in those days is so apparent in, in wrestling today and even matches today still don't don't match up um to, to, to what the man was you know what he did well the, the, that particular time when dynamite <coughs> davy boy were especially in this country we were taught the right way you know we went to the same gym and we we, we copied each other's style and no matter what anybody tells you, when you look at the WWE UK style now, yeah, and the Brit strong style that they, them great guys are doing up down the country, it's taking a full turn. It's like me and Rocco, me and Finley, me and Dynamite, Dynamite Kid, and Johnny Saint, and people like that. That's the style that we used to do every Saturday afternoon. Sure. And now it's it's come it's come a full circle. Instead of like wrestlers trying to cram an hour's match into five minutes and disappearing up their own house and coming out the other, the other end smiling, yeah. now it's depicting two two people having a fight. And the good thing about Dynamite is that when he went to Japan, and when I went to Japan, that style suited us, um, which probably didn't suit the American style at the time. Sure. But sure. Dynamite had a mixture of really strong style, technical style, and he was different. He did stuff like the flying headbutt off the corner and things like that. And, you know, he, he perfected it all well. But let me just tell you, when he started, he was a small, skinny guy. You thought there was no chances that he'd be a wrestler. And in them days, we didn't lift weights. We did more stamina work. Yeah, yeah. And I always tell people, you watch a match now and it goes over 10, 15 minutes. That's a marathon. We used to do 12 five-minute rounds. That's an hour. Sometimes yeah. 15 five-minute rounds for an hour. Yeah. You go for a walk for that time. So our stamina was better than anybody's, and that's what it was all about. But as far as Dynamite's concerned, it was very, very close friend. and You know, he went on his travels. Yeah, he had his problems outside the room, but they're not documented. I have, I'm sure you've got your problems. I'm sure everybody has the problems, but we don't document them. Absolutely. At the end of the day, in that squared circle, it wasn't many better. I mean, if I say a wrestler to you or any of your, your, your listeners like Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan, as you said, Harley Race, Dean Malenko, Carl Gotch, Billy Robinson, all them people, they send shivers down your spine, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. You know, the list is endless. Yeah. Now, yeah. we've got to have the showmen, we've got to have the glam and the glitters. Well, then people are found out. And the thing is, if you can give it, you could take it. And that was one thing about Dynamite and, you know, Finley and Rocco and people like that. Tiger Mask. You know, you used to, pardon me, friends, twat them and then twat you back. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just the way it was because it was a wrestling. And this is what's happening with the wrestling today. They're trying to deplick two people having a fight. The American audience, they're not buying it anymore, but they're buying NXT. Yeah. They're buying it because there's two people, and you can't fault the women. And there's one thing that I'm very, very proud of. The Irish people, the wrestlers, you know, I don't want to put a chip on the shoulders, but there's a lot of Irish wrestlers that come over to my academy. I come over to them. I mean, there's some of the women that are in Ireland at the moment. Sure. I can honestly say they should be working... For the WWE because yeah. Yeah. it's just bred into them yeah. and you know there's only a select few but the women at the moment they're knocking hell out of each other on that WWE and you know it's proved it 
lately there's been so many injuries from Strowman and all that, and they're not ribs. They're genuine. Yeah. They've been told to put them in, and this is what's happening. I mean, in London now, the miniskirts are coming back in the boob tops. It's fashion, and wrestling's the same. It comes around, swings around, but it'll always go back to the days of Saturday afternoon at four o'clock. I mean, yeah. Tyler Bates and, and Trent Seven and all them guys now, Pete Dunn. It's just like watching a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, even... But that style, yeah. a lot of our our punters haven't seen it before, and that's why it's doing well. Yeah. You know, there's... Um, I'm not a personal lover of hardcore matches, but I get it while they do it. Yeah. But, you know, if somebody said you want an hardcore match, yeah, put me in the ring. You can have your tables, ladders and chairs. I'll just have a grovet or a leg lock or a... You know what I mean? I don't need any instruments or any tools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean... That, that, that's just my theory and I'll always defend it, but we're not here about talking about me. As far as Dynamite's concerned, he was a one-off. I travel with him. I work with him. I was in his company a lot. And I'm not interested in what he did in the WWE or New Japan. You know, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, what they did or what they took. You know, a lot of people saying his death caused by steroids. Listen, let me tell you, I was with Dynamite a couple of weeks before. And I can honestly say, and I may be out of order by saying this, somebody that I loved and somebody that was very, very personal. And I'm actually with his brother three times a week now. Yeah. And I'm training his nephews and Thomas. I'm not joking. When he walked into our gym, I thought it was dynamite itself. Yeah, he's Honestly, a, got his splitting image of him. Splitting he image, isn't he? Like him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he even does a run like him. He does a flying head butts like him. Yeah, and yeah. And the two kids are really dedicated. And I class a bright future for them two kids. And they've only been wrestling for like 12, 18 months. Yeah, yeah. But going back to dynamite itself, he was poorly. And if anybody asks me, how did he die? It's simple as this. He stopped breathing. He gave up. Yeah. He couldn't fight anymore. Yeah. But he went he through the towel. He, he threw the towel in. He beat himself and he did it on his 60th birthday. Simple as that. Yeah, he did it on his own terms. You know, he knew. It was like he knew. Well, you know, it's another podcast. Our death is a, is a, you know, I'm not saying a strange thing. It happens to us all. But there's different circumstances. And, I mean, I lost my wife at 40 years of age with cancer. Yeah. And I was there with the children. And the best way to describe it, if it was a puppy, you know, that was suffering, please put it to sleep. Yeah, sure. sure. And, and I'm sure, and I'm almost positive, but I don't know the facts. So everybody's ringing me up from Japan and all over. How did he die? Simple as this. He stopped breathing. He gave it up. He threw the towel in. He'd had enough. And he had no life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's you not know, important, so, you know. It's not important. Yeah. But no matter what you read, only believe what you see, not what you hear. I agree. I agree. He, 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 re he recognised my voice. He couldn't speak. And he was just not being funny about it. Even his cauliflower ears had deflated a little bit. You know, he'd lost so much weight. Yeah. And he, he kept battling on. He kept battling on. And I said to Marcy's brother, you know, one day... He's going to nip up and get out of that bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he wouldn't have surprised me. Yeah. But he knew when it was time to go, and I'm pleased in a way, in a nice way, that he's not suffering anymore. And, uh, yeah. you know, the rest is history. And all I can value is the memories of him and 
what he did and what he did for British wrestling. He was a true ambassador. I mean, you mentioned Big Daddy and Giant A Stacks, um, Johnny Shane, Hulk Hogan, D-Mine Cole, all the big stars. They did, they had something about them. And Dynamite, um, he had something about him. I think, you know, a lot of people, other than yourself and myself, people that would follow Dynamite and kind of know the family and whatnot would, would know the, know the story. But a lot of people for a lot of years, you know, the name, they hadn't really heard the name in a long time, but it showed yesterday, like the British press, it was everywhere. They pay tributes over in Japan, pay tributes over in the States. So people know exactly who the Dynamite Kid was and, and the impact that he had on not just British wrestling, but worldwide, you know? Oh, yeah. 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 And, uh, it's, a sad, it's a sad place, you know, losing, but on the other hand, you know, he, uh, I'm not, I don't want to dwell with his personal life, but he, uh, absolutely. he was a fighter and it's nothing to do with anybody else's personal life, you know? Yeah, a lot of lot of smart asses I've seen on on different forums, you know, have their opinion. But you know, look, that shows the kind of character that these idiots, you know, have that they a they'll attack a dead man, but b um, have such moral high values and act like they're you know they're they're God's gift to 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 moral high ground. Yeah, yeah. Probably those sort of people always have more skeletons than anyone else. Anyway, you know. Well, you know. So they've never even been in it. They've never even liked a pair of boots up half of them, so it's not even a problem to me. Yeah, it's just the Dave Meltzer types, you know. But uh, yeah, but you know, no disrespect there, but it, it's true, and it just kind of baffles me. But look, Marty, I know your time is short. I know you're off to, I know you're off to train some of the younguns again. Um, yeah. But I do, uh, I do thank you for for coming on and just kind of spreading a few words because, as I said, this podcast is more a tribute to Dynamite Kid because, as as I mentioned to you before. When it comes to British mm-hmm. wrestling, the likes of yourself and Dynamite Kid, the names will never be dead on my show, you know? Um, yeah, so. well, I appreciate that. And um, I can, all I can say will be, it's a sad place. It's not here yeah. in a nice way because um, you can only go so far. And like I say, he threw the towel in and he decided that's what he wanted to do. But um, I think the world's a better place. I mean, that dressing room up in the sky now, it's pretty stacked. You know, <laughs> it's pretty yeah, stacked. I hope, there's, I hope there's some room for me. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be always room yeah. for you, Marty. You're not going anywhere Marty. yet, Marty. You've got to. Well, you got to take. And on care. a good note, I just want to thank all the Irish people that have uh, keep making a trip over to the squared circle, and I, I'm sure people. Uh, it won't be fair to mention names, but they know who they are. They're working so hard. Yeah. Especially some of the women there and, and your Michael Mays and people like that and yeah. all the clearies in that school. They're doing an excellent job. And hopefully our things are in the pipeline that I'm coming over in uh, January yeah. Yeah. to do maybe a couple of seminars. And if you're there, we'll uh, have a pint and we'll do a longer podcast than anything you want to know about. Absolutely. Well, you and me definitely are uh, long overdue a point, so we'll, we'll definitely arrange that for January, Marty, for sure. Okay. Have you had any money? Of lots. <laughs> well, you have to spend a bit then. Don't worry, buddy. <laughs> I've got you All back. All the best to you. Listen, all take care of yourself, okay? And listen again, send my regards to uh, to all the family yep. and take care of yourself. Yeah, we'll do Take care, bye-bye. Take care, Marty. Bye. Bye now. In passing, 
Um, I hope you've enjoyed today's tribute. I know it's not been a long show, but um, I want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you to the Billington family. Uh, thank you to Mark in particular. Um, thank you to Roman and thank you to his two nephews, um, Mark and Thomas, for um, allowing me to do this. And um, I hope I've, uh, I hope I've done okay for all you guys. Um, I'm going to finish with this this is my kind of personal tribute to uh, Dynamite and um, yeah Dynamo over and out